0: You are listening to Books Are My People, a podcast for book lovers with book news, book recommendations, and ruminations on living a literary life in Los Angeles. This is episode 52. I'm so happy summer is here. The kids are done with school. We don't have a ton on the docket this summer, which feels really nice. My older son will be practicing for his driver's permit, which he is now eligible to have, but he has to study and take a written test first. And other than that, trying to find a balance for my kids. I have one who is a homebody and one who is a wanderlust, so it can be a little challenging to find things that please both of them, but there will be at least one epic road trip involved this summer, so... I will have to pre-record some shows because I haven't quite figured out how to record anywhere but in my office, but I'm working on it because it would be fun to take the show on the road. I finished watching Mayor of Town. I thought it was great, and I think Lupin Season 2 is now out, which I'm definitely going to watch because I love the first season, and I've just been painting up a storm. And my big news is I went to a wedding last night. It felt so good to be social and out and about. My friend from graduate school got married, so it was like a mini reunion, which was a lot of fun. And finally, my book giveaway for May Cobb's The Hunting Wives closes tomorrow, Tuesday, June 15th. All you have to do to enter is go to my Instagram page at Jennifer Caloyaris, find the photo of the Hunting Wives book, and leave a comment. It is open to US mailing addresses only. And now it's time for some bookish news. <music> If you're looking for reading clubs for your kids over the summer, check your local library. We always participated in those when the kids were younger and they were always lots of fun and the kids got really into them. And Pizza Hut is running a book summer reading program because when I think pizza, I think books, not so much. Their program is called Camp Book It and it's open to kids ages four through 12 and runs June through August. And I will leave a link to learn more about the program and sign up in the show notes. And obviously, if your child reaches their goal, they get a free pizza. This feels like really old news now, but I have to include it. Beloved children's author Eric Carle has passed away at 91. He was the author, of course, of The Very Hungry Caterpillar, which my kids loved. We even had like this felt board with felt cutouts of the caterpillar and all of... The various food items in the book, and I have just read that book so, so many times, both as a kid and as an adult. But actually, my kid's favorite book of his, well, it's a toss-up between Brown Bear, Brown Bear, What Do You See?, and Ten Little Rubber Ducks, which, if I'm remembering correctly, was based on a true story about a cargo ship filled with Thousands of rubber ducks that sank, and the rubber ducks scattered and washed ashore all over the globe. Basically, it's a book about how we're polluting our oceans with plastic, but they love that book. According to Travel and Leisure magazine, there is such an occupation as a book butler. There's a hotel in West Palm Beach, Florida that offers this service to their guests. They can call the book butler and request delivery. They can also add an additional book bite, which gives the hungry reader something extra to go along with their book, like maybe a relevant food item. I kind of feel like I'm a book butler. Maybe I'm going to add that to my resume. And why don't all hotels offer this service? In book adaptation news, Anna Kay, which is a young adult adaptation of Anna Karenina, will be adapted by Netflix and Alex Mikhalidis' new novel, The Maidens, which I just received in the mail but have not yet read, will be turned into a TV series. And now, on to the books. I have just four books this week. I've had a lot going on with the kids' school year ending and my teaching quarter at UCLA ending, but the good news is I can tell you that I've already been sent 13 books coming out in July, and I have read all of them. I won't be recommending them all, but I promise there are a lot of great books coming down the hopper. For some reason, July was crazy, but June is kind of scant in terms of books I received. Anyhow, my first pick is The Son of the House by Chaluchu Onyemeluque El-Yukwe Onwobia, and this came out June 1st. This is literary fiction, and the story begins when two Nigerian women from different backgrounds are kidnapped and held captive for ransom. Nwabulu cleans homes for a living but aspires to be a typist, and Julie is a widow and she has an education that Nwabulu can only dream of. Julie lives on her own and she's happy to not be dependent on a man. Because of the kidnapping, the two women are forced together in a room, and they begin telling one another their life stories in order to pass the time. This was a unique premise, and each woman's story is beautifully rendered on the page. I was completely enthralled by the descriptive writing and the ways in which these women's lives are intertwined. It's a novel about family class, and what it means to be a woman living in Nigeria. It was just fascinating and beautiful. Thank you to Dundurn Press for the advanced review copy. And again, that is The Son of the House, Chaluchu Onyam Eluque Onwobia. My next pick is With Teeth by Kristen Arnett, and this came out also June 1st. I love this book so much that I did not want it to end. It's funny, and it's dark, In this novel, mother Sammy Lucas has been afraid of her son since he was a young boy. When he is a young child, a man tries to kidnap him, which is obviously horrifying. And when this attempted kidnapping takes place, instead of protesting or being scared, her son just willingly goes with this man. And Sammy, the mother, takes this as a slight about her own mothering. Like, why would he do that? Why would he just with the stranger. She swoops in to rescue her child, but over the years, as Samson grows, so does Sammy's worry. He seems disconnected, broody, and underappreciates the work that Sammy, his mother, is doing as a stay-at-home mom. Her relationship with her workaholic wife, Monica, is also strained. I particularly enjoyed the structure of this novel, which looks at the family as it evolves throughout snippets that take place over the course of many years, and there are other structural surprises at the end of each chapter that kept my interest. This was a darkly humorous, intriguing exploration of queer family dynamics and what it means to succeed as a mom. It was fantastic, and I really didn't want it to end. Thank you to Riverhead and NetGalley for the advanced review copy, and again, that is With Teeth by Kirsten Arnett. My next pick is How to Stop Time by Matthew Haig. You may recognize this author's name because he is also the author of the widely popular The Midnight Library, but this book, How to Stop Time, came out February of 2018. I feel like maybe I'm the only person who didn't love The Midnight Library, but that's okay because my friend Jeff recommended this book of his, How to Stop Time, and I really liked it. It's about a man named Tom Hazard who has a medical condition, or maybe it's also a metaphysical condition, that makes him age much slower than the average human. So anytime he stays in one place too long obviously the people he knows begin to see that something is up because they're all aging and he is not. He has in fact been alive for centuries. So the book begins in modern day London where Tom Now his version of 41 has just gotten a job as a high school history teacher, which is a perfect occupation for him since he has lived out so much actual history in his life, including things like sailing with Captain Cook and acting alongside Shakespeare. And he's come to a point where he's tired of running away from the lives that he's created for himself, and he just wants to settle, which he obviously has been unable to do. So the chapters alternate between this present-day London reality and his many different experiences throughout history. It's a quick, fun read that will leave you smiling. And again, it's called How to Stop Time by Matthew Haig. My last pick for today is Dial A for Aunties by Jesse Q. Satanto. Let me preface this by saying that this book is outrageously silly, and I don't mean in a bad way, but you have to be able to just go with it to appreciate it. So, the premise is Madeline Chan gets set up on a blind date, and oopsie, she accidentally kills him. It happens, people. Her mother gets involved and then calls for the big guns the aunties because the aunties can solve any problem, including what to do with a freshly dead body. So as you can imagine, there's hijinks and calamity and some pretty funny situations and even romance. And all of this is happening while the women are running their family wedding business at a very important wedding. This is a book you can pick up on the beach and finish before you get sunburned, unless you're me, of course, because (laughs) I burn in like five minutes. And again, that's Dial A for Aunties by Jesse Q. Settanto. So that is it for this week. Don't forget to enter the Hunting Wives giveaway on my Instagram. It ends tomorrow. And all of the books and other things mentioned can be found in the show notes or at booksaremypeople.com. And if you haven't yet, please give me a rating on iTunes. It helps other people find my podcast. Next up for me is Build Your House Around My Body by Violet Coopersmith. I'll be back in two weeks with guest author Ellen Burkett Morris, and I hope you all have a wonderfully bookish week.